Today is Sunday, September 17th, 2023, and this... For this prank, I've travelled to Sin City, my target, my very own restaurant, Gordon Ramsay Steak. Is 500 by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 889. Just thinking of all the amazing times that we've had here in Las Vegas. I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas, and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. We're gonna give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we get there by midnight? Money, we're gonna be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas is waiting. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. Welcome to Five Honey by Midnight. How are you this afternoon, whatever it is here? I don't know. This time of day, of the week, of... Anyway, we're back. We were off last week. So, um, and now we're here. And Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about all the stuff that's happened in the last two weeks. And there is much. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about you too? Really quickly. Yeah, you two did. They shot a video last night. Mm-hmm, on Fremont Street. Yeah. Or Main Street. It looked really cool. Yeah. They rolled in a flatbed truck playing their guitars. You sound terrible when you say that. I know. It's horrible. So yeah, they were between uh, between Plaza and Circa. Mm-hmm. And they did a new song four times. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And then they did a throwback to the video they originally recorded on Fremont Street. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Yep. I know we had several listeners there based on posts on the Facebook group, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Glad they got to check that out. And keep an eye out for that new YouTube video coming very soon to YouTube. <laughs> YouTube or something. Anyway, uh, before uh, before we get to stuff. Oh, so yeah, last week I was, uh, I was fishing and I took a little one-day excursion from fishing to go to a concert in the middle of nowhere, Minnesota. Grand Rapids, Minnesota. It's like three hours north of the Twin Cities. And uh, I was seeing Jason Isbell, who we saw in Las Vegas in April. We reviewed that on the show. And uh, this was very surprising. Like, when we're in Las Vegas, it's not surprising when people recognize us and say hello, and it's always Mm -hmm. very nice. I'm in Grand Rapids, Minnesota, the middle of nowhere, a 3,500-capacity music festival and one of our listeners is there. Actually, a couple of our listeners were there, but one of our listeners who I had not previously met. So I'd like to say hello to Bo. Thank you for saying hi. It was nice to meet you. Hope you had a great time at the show as well. That was a surprise. You never know. You never know where you're going to be. Mm-hmm. We have to be on our best behavior at all times. <laughs> all right. This podcast is listener supported by you. That's why I wasn't there. I wasn't on my best behavior. Right. That's right. You were here tending to more important matters. Uh this podcast is listener supported by our awesome patrons. We appreciate them. They are great. They uh, they keep the show going. And uh, every week when I talk about this, I say that we throw some bonus stuff your way as our way of saying thank you. I thought I would expand on that a little bit and explain what some of that bonus stuff is in case you're not a patron and are interested. Uh, depending on what level you you contribute at, uh, you may have some of the you will have some of the following things available to you. Uh, the first ten years of the, this podcast, the archive, so you can go back and. Listen to all kinds of embarrassing things that we said in the past. Oh my God. Yeah. 
Uh, I also break out clips from past shows almost every Friday for a flashback Friday podcast segment. So that's kind of fun. It forces me to um, to remember things that I've long forgotten, but it's fun to listen back to some of that stuff. I do uh, I do some casino captions almost every week, making fun of casino social media posts, and then uh, other people chime in with their caption ideas as well. That's also entertaining, I think. We do live, live stream chats every uh, month and a half, two months. Those are always a great time. We've got some exclusive enamel pins that go out every year. We've got archives of past stuff we've done on Patreon. We've done some limited series by video and audio, and those are all available. And some other stuff, too. So if you're interested in getting all that stuff, supporting the show, visit patreon.com slash 500. We'd love to have you as part of the group. All right. So much news to get to from the past two weeks. The big story, it's been everywhere. There's been a little hacking problem going on in Las Vegas. (laughs) Mm-hmm. MGM Resorts has uh, suffered dearly as a result. It's been more than a week now that MGM Resorts properties in Las Vegas and elsewhere have been dealing with, um, I'd say, semi-chaos at their properties. Yes. It's getting better. But there's still some chaos. There's still some problems. So it resulted in their reservation system being down. They couldn't accept credit cards. ATMs were offline. Slot machines were disrupted. People were not able to access and still are not able to access free play and resort credits and all kinds of stuff. So if you were staying at an MGM property in the last week, probably not as smooth as you would have liked. Um, Many machines, many slot machines and video poker machines completely offline. Those that were not were cash only, no ticket in, ticket out. So that means that if you played for a while and decided to cash out $3 at the end, you would just sit and wait for a hand pay. Oh, and because everybody else was doing the same, you were going to be waiting a while. Uh, so that's fun. There have been reports of people waiting for four to five hours in some cases to check into their room. They had to do it all manually. Mm-hmm. I guess it involved like... An the, employee sitting at a table with the spreadsheet? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like half... It was like half an hour per person just to check in. Now, the latest on that is that seems to be cleared up. Um, I've read some reports in the last two days where it seems like check-in is fine now. So that's good. They, they seem to have that resolved. Uh, you still can't make reservations online, at least for most of the properties. So um, they don't have it completely resolved as far as their systems, but things are getting better. They were only giving one room key um, per room, mm-hmm. one, one key per room. So if you had multiple people, too bad you had to share. Mm-hmm. And in many cases, people were going to their room and finding somebody already in their room. Hmm. All kinds of, all kinds of problems. Lots they, of shenanigans. There've been reports that the MGM employees have been handling it as best they can. And yeah. I, I certainly feel horrible oh for them. Oh my gosh. So do I. Cause you know, what do they're, you do? Like, you know, yeah. they're catching shit constantly mm-hmm. from people too. And it's not their fault. No, everybody's frustrated. So, um, that's unfortunate. So the deal is that a hacker group has claimed responsibility. I think there have been a couple of them that have claimed responsibility. But uh, anyway, there's there's a group that says that they were able to access the system with a 10-minute phone call. First, they found an MGM employee name on LinkedIn and then called the, uh, the IT help desk. And just by doing that, had a little information, they were able to get access to the system and cause all kinds of chaos. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Do you know what that means? We, we should ban LinkedIn. I agree. LinkedIn is the problem here. Mm-hmm. 100%. There's nothing good comes from LinkedIn. Nothing. 
I'm nobody's ever gotten a job on LinkedIn. Nobody's ever posted anything of worth on LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> not a fan. Not a fan. Meanwhile, oh, and they've also pointed out that apparently there was there's some IT staffing issues. So supposedly the hackers had contacted MGM probably to try to get some money out of them before uh-huh. taking the system down and they were unresponsive Oh, and didn't really know what was going on. So anyway, apparently they may have some larger problem. Well, some larger problems with their, their staffing there. And they better roll out some more fishing tutorials. <laughs> they better figure it and out. some social engineering. Oh, I hate those things. <laughs> um, I got another reminder today by email that I'm supposed to, as, uh, because I'm on the systems of some of the clients I work for mm-hmm. in my non-Vegas business, um, I, I'm supposed to take their security training. And for the last year or more, I've just ignored the alerts and I'm just waiting for somebody to, I'm waiting for them to shut down my email or something, <laughs> see if there's actually any consequences. The alerts seem to be coming more frequently that I have gone past the deadline. Hmm. So we'll see what we'll see if there's any. Aren't you a rebel? Consequence. I used to take them faithfully, and then I'm like, I wonder what would happen if I just didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll find out. Meanwhile, Caesar's Entertainment has had its share of problems too, but it seems like they uh, handled it very differently, and at least for the time being, for the better. They uh, they made a filing with the SEC revealing that a few weeks ago they were hacked, and uh, they paid tens of millions of dollars in essentially ransom to the hacker group to not release customer data that they had accessed. So, you know, if, if you look at the two options, mm-hmm. now the th- problem is if you're working with a hacker group, what's going to stop them from coming back and go, yeah, I think we want another $50 million. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know that they're the most trustworthy, but maybe they have some sort of a, a code that they live by where it's like, if we're paid off, we will do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how it works. If you are a Caesars Rewards member, there's a good chance you'll be getting an email at some point soon letting them know that your information has been hacked, that the hackers have such things as your social security number and driver's license details, and uh, you'll probably get some free credit monitoring out of it. I think I probably have three or four different free credit monitoring things already going on, but one of them recently expired, so... We were about due. Yeah. This is very common these days. Uh, This all reminded me of uh, not too long ago, just this year, Four Queens got hacked. Remember that? Mm -hmm. They dealt with a lot of what MGM is dealing with, but on a much smaller scale because it's Four Queens and not quite as much going on as as MGM. It would have been cool if they would have hacked the fountains of Bellagio and had like slayer or just like something completely <laughs> inappropriate playing to but no they didn't do anything fun with it they just made everybody miserable and have a worse vacation mm-hmm. so not a great time to be in charge of a casino it department no i would uh yeah i would not want to be in their shoes so there you go each day is getting better uh for people at mgm so hopefully in the next few days things will be completely back to normal and they'll put some greater uh, safeguards in place so that this doesn't happen again in the near future. All right, moving down the street to Resorts World, they have fired their CEO. Scott Sabella is out. He's been replaced by the CFO, Peter Lavoie, and it's a little vague on what happened here. Now, there's been some controversies surrounding Scott Sabella over the years. We've discussed it 
a few times. Uh, there were there were some lawsuits. There were some accusations of Resorts World working with a restaurant owner who may have been a felon. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway, here's the exact reason that they gave. Quote, this action comes after the company was recently made aware that Mr. Sabella violated company policies and the terms of his employment. Unquote. Unquote. I am just <laughs> praying and hoping and I hope it was a dress code violation. <laughs> he His shirt was too Hawaiian for Hawaiian Shirt Friday. <laughs> Took casual Friday a little too, he like showed up in a tank top. Just, yeah, something like that. The reason that, you know, the reason other people have to deal with HR I think that would be a fun way to go out for a CEO. So there you go. We'll uh, we'll see if what changes at Resorts World as a result of him being ousted. Probably not much. Across the street, we have an update on Allnet Arena. You're not going to believe this. This is a shocking development. Mm-hmm. Allnet Arena missed a deadline. No. Yes, I no. know. I can't believe it either. Late last year, the county commissioners gave them until I believe it was September 6th, somewhere in that range to have a substantial construction underway. If you've been past all that arena's land lately, you'll notice it looks exactly the same as it did then. I think they took a billboard down. That's about all that's been done. <laughs> um, they've submitted a permit request. This is a while ago. We mentioned it for, for grading, uh, which is essentially just pushing some dirt around. And they've done that before. That seems to be their go-to when they need to show that they're making progress. Like, uh, let's just... Let's just get some machinery out here, move some dirt, and then we're good for another year. Um, of course, the alleged developers of Allnet, I haven't seen them develop anything yet, but they, uh, they're they saying they're committed to the project, they have funding, and blah, 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 all the same shit they've been saying for 10 years. The Clark County commissioners, they're going to have to decide what to do again. They almost didn't get approval last time. A couple of the commissioners finally stepped up and said, no, we're done with this. Uh, we'll see if this lack of progress finally puts an end to this this project i would imagine it will probably be on their uh, october agenda it's not on this week's agenda so we'll see um if the county does not give them an agenda however it doesn't necessarily mean the project's completely done all that could start over they could continue paying rent and then just start over and, and file all their plans and stuff again which i can't imagine that if the county cuts cuts them loose at this point that they would get through any approvals in the future we'll tell we'll see we'll see what happens Hmm. i would be happy if uh we were done with these clowns and somebody else leased the land and actually did something with it because it's stupid that it's been sitting empty for this long that's the scoop on all net arena some bad news for people who like to drive in las vegas this is not unexpected but uh, Wynn and Encore have reinstated paid parking. I am not surprised. No, after Venetian and Palazzo caved a while ago. Mm-hmm. And with the spear opening soon. That's a big part of it. They, they even say because of the increase in activities in the area, we anticipated a surge in the need for parking. So I kind of get it. Um, here's what they're doing. It's not that bad, really. I mean, if you're staying there, it's you're okay, pretty much. It's 20 bucks a day for non-resort guests, and you get the first four hours free. That's for self-parking. Valet is 40 bucks. You get uh, free self-parking that remains in place for resort and tower suite guests, wind poker room guests, 
private access members. That's like their super ultra exclusive VIP thing that they have. Uh, win rewards members in the chairman, platinum, and black tiers. And then they have free valet for win and encore tower suite people. And win rewards black and chairman card as well as private access. And guests of Delilah. If you're mm. Oh, see, that's super fancy. Free valet yeah. parking if you're going to Delilah. So there are still some free options, but for the most part, if you're just visiting and you're going to stay more than four hours. So the key is like if you're going to a show or something, get there as close to start time as possible Mm -hmm. and leave right away. You can still park for free. Four hours is a pretty good span. Unless you're going to spend all day there, you know, unless Mm -hmm. you're going to the club or something. So there you go. Exciting news down at MGM. I'm sure there's some outrage over that, but we'll save our this week in outrage for Something way that's a way bigger deal. <laughs> uh, this would this would be another one that that we could probably fire up the outrage, but I'm not going to. Over at Mirage, Hard Rock is getting closer to beginning its demolition work along the strip to make room for the new guitar tower. They have filed a demolition permit that suggests that pretty soon they're going to be doing major work on the east portion of the Mirage property. 466,000 square feet is going to be ripped up. I'm not going to go into all the stuff they're doing, but it's like the Port Cochere and the volcano and sidewalks and driveways and lighting. Everything on that side is going to be ripped out, regraded, so that they can repurpose that part of the property. There's no timeline yet. I'm guessing they'll wait until after the Formula One race. My hunch is early next year. They pretty much suggested they're not going to be doing any construction until 2024, so... Probably over the winter, I would imagine, we'll begin seeing some work there. So, sorry. Sorry, it's actually happening to folks who had somehow maintained hope that Hard Rock would not proceed with their massive plans. There is, I don't know why I put this one in here. There's Mm -hmm. a new high limit room coming to Palazzo. Uh, It's opening on September 29th. It looks fancy. I saw some pictures. Yeah. Two adjacent spaces, one for tables, one for machines, including bar tops. Uh, and the noteworthy thing, I don't know if this is, if, I don't know that this, that maybe there are other high limit rooms like this. They have their own cocktail menu. Ooh, fancy. I know, exclusive to just the high limit space. And it's, it's from, uh, Andrew Pollard, who used to be at Cosmo when that mm-hmm. first opened and did all the cool stuff with Vesper and the bar scene there. So haven't seen his name pop up in a while. I didn't yeah. know he was at, uh, at Venetian and Palazzo. All right. Here's some true outrage. <laughs> This week, rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. In outrage. This is bullshit. Oh, oops. Okay. <laughs> anyway, here's something that's happening that people are outraged about. As part of the Formula One race work along the strip, there are some things that are being removed. As you may recall, Caesars previously announced. I, I don't know if I'm assuming it's gone already. The the rotunda. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was met with, I would say, moderate dismay, not full (laughs) outrage. But there was a little bit of like, oh, because people just like stuff that they were familiar with. Mm -hmm. This one, however, Bellagio has been removing trees in front of the fountains Mm -hmm. all along the strip. People lose their fucking minds over tree removal. Yeah. Oh, if you're on next door, which I know you're not, but if any of our listeners are on not. next door and you're in a uh, an urban or suburban area, if it's anything like where we live, 
if there's any sort of construction that involves removing trees, people go fucking apeshit. It's ridiculous. I, I don't know. How, how did this happen? I know that trees are good. Mm-hmm. It, they're also like the re- most renewable thing on the fucking planet. <laughs> Plant some more seeds. I know that it'll take a while for it to be the same as the old trees. They're going to die off eventually anyway. I'm not saying we should clear cut forest or anything like that, but mm-hmm. if a few trees get t- torn down once in a while, settle the fuck down. It's not that big of a deal. I see this. I see these people just going crazy every time. Every time uh, a, a lot that has been vacant for a long time that's is going to be developed. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about the trees? Yeah, fucking plant your own in your own yard. You think that you think that your land was free of trees before they built your house there? <laughs> so yeah, people are outraged about the trees coming down in front of Bellagio. It's not like they're removing every fucking tree from the state. There's plenty of trees. There's a lot of trees. It's not that big of a deal. Is it going to be like not shady there though? Who gives a shit? How long are you standing in front of the fountains during the day anyway? I just don't understand the outrage over tree removal. And now I'm going to get some fucking hippie emailing me with this long. But for every year that the tree has been around, it provides good health benefits for hundreds of thousands. I don't want to hear it. Plant a fucking tree then. Fine. I wonder if some protester will sit in a tree and prevent it from being. They're not that big. Yeah. I don't know. I just have a hard time getting worked up over a fucking tree getting chopped down. It's not like it's a, there are historic trees. It's not like, you know, these these trees have been here since there was a dirt road. What was the deep thoughts with Jack Handy? If, if um, trees screamed while we cut them down, would we be... <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember that one. That'd be kind of fun. Hear the trees screaming while they were chopped down. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's this week in outrage. I'm outraged over the outrage over trees. That's really what this segment's about. Yep. How much I'm like, oh fuck, what are you pissed off about now? Trees. I have a thing with nature these days. I'm just not at one with it. Even though you just went fishing. Yeah, and it was a great time, but let's, you know. Let's take it easy. I'm not going to go into more detail. I don't want to get any more hay mail than I already. And by the way, if you do have hay mail to send, hunter at ratevegas.com is the email for yes. 500 complaints. All right, moving on. Rumor watch. It could be true, but it's probably Bullshit. We've got a couple rumors this week. The first one is related to Fontainebleau, which is supposed to open in December. And if this rumor plays out, then we may have an opening date. The Review Journal is reporting a rumor that Justin Timberlake is going to be playing a private party on at Fontainebleau, at Fontainebleau, I don't know, uh, on December 13th, which would indicate that's probably the day it's going to open. And then additional performers beginning on the 14th, but they haven't said who yet. So The other four members of NSYNC? Wouldn't that be funny if they did? But they had to, what if they had to um, use a different name because all of them weren't performing? So it was like Joey Fatone's in sync. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye out for more details. But as of right now, it's looking like probably mid-December for that opening. I'm very excited to get a new strip resort. 
Hooray for new things. They should probably step up and start announcing their restaurant lineup and shit like that one of these days mm-hmm. if we're getting that close. We'll see. One more rumor, also from the Review Journal, is that Christina Aguilera will be performing at the Venetian's new venue, Voltaire, on New Year's Eve, and that will then begin uh, 16 to 20 shows in that venue between uh, the end of the year and April. So we might have an addition to Kylie Minogue at Voltaire. Christina Aguilera, you may recall, had a residency at Planet Hollywood, and uh, she'll have no problem filling a 1,000-seater. I just hope they get their ticket situation better i think now it's just the it's just a case where with so few tickets mm-hmm. um they're just going to go fast regardless yeah. but i think at least by moving it to um Ticketmaster instead of on something they'd cobbled together and determining how many seats are available for each show that so that they don't have to tell people oh sorry you're actually not going to the yeah, show that, that original sale was bad news so there you go if you're a christina aguilera fan keep an eye out for that mm-hmm. in non-rumor performance news Resorts World's calendar has been looking pretty light. We mentioned this a few weeks ago that all of their resident performers just about are ending their run at that property, except for one, and she just announced more shows. Carrie Underwood is coming back in 2024. She just announced 18 shows in March, May, and August. They are on sale right now through AXS.com and Resorts World's website, so if you've been wanting to see that show, you still have more time. David Blaine was one of the performers at Resorts World until recently. He is moving his show. He just announced that uh, his residency, David Blaine Impossible, will be doing 11 shows at Wynn Las Vegas in the Encore Theater between December 29th and May 11th. Tickets for that are available through Ticketmaster. They're 123 bucks and up. Supposedly there are some $70 tickets plus fees, but I didn't see any on the dates that I selected. So I think it's like back two rows in the corner and they probably go right away. So you're going to spend more than what they say in the news release is what I'm saying. What a shock. Hard to believe. Mm-hmm. So there you go. If you want to go see some guy staple his, nut to his, his nuts to his forehead or whatever it is that David Blaine does, <laughs> uh, you can do that at Wynn now instead of Resorts World. Big news. There's a new venue, a new, uh, a new restaurant rather, at Treasure Island called Las Vegas Yacht Club. What's with all the Yacht Club themes lately? There's that Yacht Club thing in front of uh, Caesars as part of the Absinthe Tent. Mm-hmm. And now we have a restaurant called Las Vegas Yacht Club. Does Yacht Club play Yacht Rock? <sighs> I don't know. You have you have some feelings about that. Yeah, I think everybody who listens to this show knows how I feel about that. This is a new seafood restaurant. And I was thrilled. I was thrilled when I read the description of this restaurant. Mm-hmm. Bravo to Treasure Island. No bullshit in this explanation of what the restaurant is. And we've got something coming up. We've got at least one thing coming up in a few minutes where we have the usual slew of buzzwords and nonsense. Mm-hmm. Here's the description I would like to commend Treasure Island on explaining what the restaurant is. The Las Vegas Yacht Club at TI features market fresh catches of the day, pan roasts, steamed clams, Oysters in the shell, homemade lobster, clam bakes for two, as well as seafood salads and pastas, fried calamari, and a cocktail and wine list fit for, har- I like this part, mm-hmm. hearty fishermen, yacht cruisers, 
and those pillaging the Las Vegas Strip for delicious fresh seafood. <laughs> so they still got a little bit of creativity mm-hmm. in there without being fucking tools about it by telling you it's going to change your goddamn life when you walk in the door. <laughs> when you walk in, you will be surrounded by... An immersive atmosphere oh, of fish. You will smell the sea and you will have... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good job, Treasure Island, for... For telling it like it is. For doing it the right way. It's open for dinner, 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Wednesdays through Sundays. They have a bar that's open the same days from 4 to 11. So if if you want to reward them for their fine explanation of what they are, go to Treasure Island. If you do go there, we'd love a review. We don't get a lot of restaurant reviews for Treasure Island. Does it sound like a fancy red lobster? Yeah, totally. If you look at the menu... I don't even know that it's a fancy red lobster. I think it's pretty much just a generic red lobster. <laughs> yeah. That's when I looked at the menu, I'm like, oh, it's red lobster. So. Red yeah. lobster's all right. Every, we don't go there often. No. Like once every two years. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I could go for red lobster, mainly for the Cheddar Bay biscuits. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. And of course, red, red lobster is the olive garden of seafood restaurants. Aren't they owned by the same? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that company, they're consistent in their mediocrity. You got to give them that. Free breadsticks, free Cheddar Bay biscuits. I know. They've got the business model down. Mm-hmm. They figured it out. All right, moving along. At Paris, their nightclub, Chateau, it, it, it closed a while ago. We discussed this, that it was closed for renovations. However, it's not coming back. No more nightclub at Paris. It's being replaced by a lounge. The Cherry Lounge. I like a lounge better than a nightclub. Yes. We'll see how exclusive it is. We'll 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 see. I, we'll see if they'll let you in. It'll have a yeah, it'll have a good view. Um so yeah, it's a cocktail lounge open eight PM to two AM daily. It's opening this fall, I'm guessing sometime soon because the Formula One race, um they're using that for premium seating for one of the packages where you have free reign of that place and Alexa and Beer Park, I think. So if you're interested in taking a look at what they have planned, you can visit the website at sherryrooftop.com. That's C-H-E-R-I rooftop.com. And uh, yeah, I hope that it's not too uh, too swanky so that we can get in without having to make any effort on... Uh, on wardrobe or footwear. Yeah, that would make me happy. All right, here we go. Wolfgang Puck's Lupo closed a while ago at uh, Mandalay Bay, and now we have a little bit more information on what's going in there. It's going to be an Italian restaurant called Karama. It's opening in... January, here's the here's the nonsense. They're mm-hmm. going the opposite direction of Treasure Island with, with their restaurant. A couple different quotes. The first one is, Upon entering Karama, guests will experience the thrill of discovery. No, upon entering Karama, you'll be handed a menu and shown to your seat. It's the same as every other <laughs> fucking restaurant. Discover your damn table. Yeah, exactly. It's just garbage. Okay, now here's the here's the where they really lay it on thick. Karama will be a place where passion for food fuels the desire to experiment, create, entertain, and remember, where pure artistry is drawn to flavor. It will be a place where the essence of Italy meets the innovative spirit of Wolfgang Puck and where tradition is refined for a new era. Fuck you, it's a fucking Italian restaurant. None of this is... Tell me uh, what kind of pasta you're serving and how much it's going to cost. Yeah, They're going to cover the different areas of, of Italy so it's not going to be just 
like Mediterranean or just red sauce. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a bunch of stuff. But anyway, fucking say that without all this nonsense. So if you want to have your life changed with a fucking Italian, with a plate of spaghetti in front of you <laughs> made by Wolfgang Puck, who's, let's be honest, his whole shtick's a little tired at this point. He's knocking at death's door. Uh, yeah, we get it. You made flatbread pizzas for the first time in fucking California 50 years ago, and you're still wanking your dick over that. I've had it. <laughs> you're in uh, rare form today. I know. I'm just getting aggravated as I as I read this nonsense again. Fortunately, we only have one more news item. This one's not so bad. Last year, 2022, do you remember last year? Barely. Yeah, me too. It wasn't that eventful. But uh, there was a limited run immersive attraction slash show in the Arts District. It was called Particle Inc. Speed of Dark. We had at least one listener call about this, and it had really good reviews. Hmm. Um, It was a limited thing. It ended at the end of the year. However, it seems like either that show or something similar may be returning soon at Luxor. There was a permit filing last week for some work to be done there. And the name on it was Particle Inc. And the description was renovating the wedding chapel area to be remodeled as a Particle Inc. exhibit. Now, if you go to the Particle Inc. social media stuff now, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of NFT nonsense. Mm. And then there's some virtual reality stuff in there. It's weird. So I don't know what exactly they're doing, but... It didn't get hacked, did it? No, no, because it has all these little weird characters and stuff that are part of their whole brand. Okay. But, um, so I don't know if this is going to be a full-on show that they're going to put in there or if it's going to be some sort of a, an augmented reality experience or, you know, another stare at shit projected on the wall, immersive attraction. Mm. We'll see, but it sounds like, uh, that'll be coming back in some format at, Luxor, once it's officially announced, I'm sure we'll discuss it more. So there you have it. That's what's going on. We're all caught up in the past two weeks. All right. Hurrah. Yay. We have a bunch of karma donations to thank folks for. And let's begin to do so now, shall we? Okay. Jeff and Susan, really enjoying the show. Heading out to see Lady Gaga and Brian Newman after dark. That was that was uh, last week they were there. Nice. Seeing both shows twice, so we need some karma and big wins to help pay the credit card bill when it comes due. I hope I, you had a wonderful time. Yes. I hope the shows were amazing, even if you didn't have some big wins. You, oh, I'm sure they were. You had the jackpot of shows. Yes. That's awesome. I'm glad you got to see it. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Joe Crow, he was just in Vegas, and uh, he was on a business trip. He said, uh, leaving on July, or July, September uh-huh. 12th on a business trip to Las Vegas, includes Las Vegas. Staying over an extra night at Aria. He was posting pictures on the Facebook group. Looked like he had a good time. Cool. He was looking forward to a little pool time, Din Tai Fung, and a little gambling. He said, thank you for all you do. Hope that uh, hope you enjoyed it. I know he yep. experienced a little of the uh, fuckery at MGM Properties. Oh, no. But it looks like overall he uh, he had a good time. So. Good. Sergio. He goes to Vegas a lot. Yeah, he does. Kudos to him. Mm-hmm. Celebrating my cousin's impending nuptials with my first ever Vegas bachelor party in 30 plus trips. Two nights at the Dirty Bird, Punk Rock Museum, Omega Mart, hiking in Ohio, uh, Ohio Utah. <laughs> That'd be weird. Uh, they're, all, they're all states. What, what's, what's the difference? Uh, hiking in Utah and a solo night tacked on at Four Queens after they leave for good degenerative measure. Hope you have a wonderful time. Yes. Thanks for supporting the show for so long. We do appreciate it. 
Edwin. He is in Las Vegas as we speak for 17th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Resorts World and Plaza said thank you for your most excellent podcast, Come On Royal. I hope so. I hope that you hit hit Royal, and if not, you're there celebrating your wedding anniversary, so that's awesome. Have a great time. David heading to Vegas. Uh, oh, his trip just ended for his dad's 70th birthday, and the whole family meeting up, hoping for some good luck in a Royal or two. I hope that happened. Hope you had three. Might as well go big. Yep. And finally, Stephen with a karma donation. There was no note on that one, but thank, thank you, Stephen. We do appreciate it. Thank you to our, 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 <laughs> I'm running out of words. <laughs> I am, I've expended all of my words. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to our PayPal karma donators. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. We have a voicemail line available. If you'd like to call in with your reviews, observations, and Vegasy thoughts, it is 702-866-9494. I know I've got a bunch of calls on there I need to get to, and we will be doing that sometime in the next few weeks. But keep them coming. We always like to hear what's going on. I think that's it. Yeah. I'm out of gas. Me too. Our website is fine. I didn't even speak as much as you did. But I'm a, I'm, I just chat for 40 minutes, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I, I die. I need a nap. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I might need a nap. All right, 500bymidnight.com is the website. 500gmail.com if you have Dear Tim and Michelle questions. Hey, good news. Yeah? Uh, for Vikings fans, they don't play today, so they can't lose. They can't lose. I'm all in on uh, not necessarily thinking that they're going to do it, but I'm pulling for Detroit. How great would it be to see Detroit win a Super Bowl before the Vikings? God, that'd be so fucking hilarious. But we'll see. Last I saw, they were tied up. Ah. All right, 702-866-9494 is that voicemail line. Once again, give us a call. We'll be back soon with another show, and until then, have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Bye.